0: Welcome to Your Adventure Podcast, a motivational podcast without the screaming. A hosted, unedited conversation with guests from all walks of life, sharing their own personal journey, showing that everyone has different outlooks on life, choice of career, and that success looks different for everyone. Get ready to be inspired and be enlightened of how we all have similar journeys and thoughts, anything is possible. This is your adventure podcast and this is Dustin Emery.
1: Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of your adventure podcast and this is your host as always Dustin Emery and of course we are recording from the Inland Empire in beautiful Southern California and today's guest is actually one of my classmates, probably the best project mate I've had because projects in college can always be a wreck. Uh, today's guest is Ivana Ramirez. She's an LVN, bartender, and I don't know how she does it all, but she's also a mom of three kids. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. I'm glad we actually got this going.
2: I know it took a little bit, but that's okay. I'm happy to be here finally.
1: And you're coming from where again? I can't remember. Paris. Paris. Okay. But
2: just recently, um, I lived in Anaheim the last five years, but uh-huh. obviously with this uh, lovely economy.
1: That's true. <laughs> Anaheim's really expensive, huh?
3: Yeah.
1: I've never lived out there, but I've gone out there enough.
2: It is. I lived about two streets away from Disneyland. Oh um, wow! And okay. apartments out there ranging from like two grand and up for like mm. a two-bedroom, obviously because all my, ki- my having my kids.
1: Kids. So yeah. And school,
2: yes, trying to think of what was kind of like in the middle. That's why I mean, I went to Valley back in San Bernardino in like mm-hmm. 2011, so I was like, once I moved back to this area, I was kind of like, okay, I'm familiar more in this empire, Inland Empire.
1: So, are you originally from the Inland Empire? Or yeah. No, I okay, I grew up in Corona, graduated okay,
2: graduated Corona High School 2011.
1: And hey, then, same year for me, yeah. well, not Corona, but 2011, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
2: then I played at uh San Bernardino Valley the first two years. And ended up transferring to a D1 in Texas because of soccer. Wow. So, yeah, I did the the whole, like, first generation, being able to go out of state, be mm-hmm. on my own. And then once I came back and I was kind of like, okay, what am I going to do with my life now?
1: <laughs> how, did, uh, how did that feel kind of like going away from everybody in Texas?
2: Well, I'm... The thing is, my mom's a single parent, so I'm an only child with her. Mm. So it was very... Different compared mm. to it was like the she was my best friend. That's the only person I, I like I would come and see every day Yeah, so being on my own, I was just kind of like if I didn't have soccer I didn't know what to do mm. like so it was kind of good that they were super interactive Like we had our roommates either in the same er- general area as us or if they came like w- we were always ones to be Like checked up on and mm-hmm. stuff to make sure like the downfall of like, you know missing home and yeah. all that so it was a fun experience um, definitely different as far as being out here. That's why, like, once I was done with school and I was kind of like, that time, and I had my two kids around twenty twenty seventeen 2017 is when I'm like, okay, I want to come home. Like, mm-hmm. nothing's like California, even though they're like, how can you still live here? And I'm like, it's just home. It's what you're, it's what you're most comfortable with.
1: That's how I feel about California when they, when people do usually say like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I don't know how you live there. It's so expensive mm-hmm. or... Or, like, the politics are crazy. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of pros and cons to California, but it would be hard to leave. Exactly. Like, I've been here for my whole life, so I don't know. It'd yeah, see, I had the gap between, be like, 20, so I left
2: 2013 and 2017, okay. and I felt like that was enough time, and I'm just, mm-hmm. like, and then I was kind of stuck in that moment, um, like, to come back home, because in 2017, that year comes, and um, I found out my dad had cancer, And I was, you know, with my two boys and their father, it was kind of already like a falling out, but that was more of like, you need to go home. It's either like, you're going to be there for your father or you don't know what's going to happen. And I, without even hesitation, without even speaking, you know, to my, my boy's father at the time, I was like, you know what? I got to go. Like, this is my family. It's, I don't, I don't know how much time he's going to have and I'm not going to regret being, you know, a 16 hour drive You know, of what could potentially happen. Mm. So that's kind of what finally got me to come home. And then,
4: yeah.
1: Okay. Well, um, well, obviously you talked about D1. Um, very impressive, by the way. D D1 athletes, I give them a lot of credit. Because you got to have good grades and also be prepared like every single day. Exactly. I so remember when we I went I give major for, props to them.
2: Yeah, we went during the summer. Mm. We had like three a days. And I yeah. was uh, being 18 years old. No, 19 years old. And I'm mm. like... How am I gonna do this? Yeah. But you just, it just—I don't know. It's a whole another mindset. I feel.
1: The craziest thing I, I do think about like D one athletes is I, I do feel bad for them a little bit in the sense that they have to, like, go to school. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. I feel like, that. I mean, for some athletes, you know, maybe they're not gonna go pro in their sport, but like for some, you can tell like. Well, school's not gonna be like number one on the list. It's gonna be soccer or whatever sport they're because they're gonna go pro. Yeah, because those ones are hard. It's
2: hard to think about it that way, only because like you say, like it. You want to give so much energy to the sport, yeah. Especially like for me, like soccer is everything. I still play till this day, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, just turned thirty. Um, because I can't let it go. It's just something that makes me. It gives me sanity. It's so much fun. If I can play all day every day, Mm. I could. Um the older you get the harder it is to find <laughs> teams but yeah. yeah like if i had the chance to not really focus on school and i can have that chance to solely do it on soccer like if they tell me hey you have a chance boom mm. you know so when like you say like when you're in that state and you have to juggle both yeah you're not going to fully be in committed like mm. as you want to be i feel
1: and then some D1 schools i've heard that like some of the more like prestigious ones they have even higher grade standards and it's like, man, like some people can't get to that standard. You know? Yeah, It really depends.
2: Yeah, it really, it really is. Especially, um, I went to a HBCU, okay. so it was a super big party school. Mm-hmm. And trying to knowing also at the end of the day, like when you're not just you know walking around campus, you're displaying, you know, the women's soccer yeah. team. So you can't, you know.
1: Your representation. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. You can't look back even
2: outside, like when mm-hmm. you're what you're doing at night, who you're with, you know, it can it can come back and bite you in the ass. Mm. Really. If you're not smart about it. Yeah. So
4: Hm.
1: Well, I'll start at the beginning a little bit. Um, I'm sure you maybe read some of the questions I was thinking about. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like so obviously, you know, you made it to D one uh, soccer, but like in high school, middle school, like what what did you think about Uh, Doing like with your life Because I feel like Middle school, high school Your teachers start asking Like you gotta figure out Like what you wanna do Like what are you thinking about Yeah definitely You know and everyone Has an answer usually But It almost never goes that way You know in a weird way
2: and I definitely Went through that Mm Because when you look at My loans And how much I have to pay (laughs) back Is lovely Um, I thought for the longest time Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a forensic scientist Okay I was super into it
1: that's with law enforcement, correct? Yeah. Like forensics. Okay. Uh huh.
2: So I was, you know, just super into it. Those are the like the the nights I'd bond with my mom when we'd watch CSI or Bones or this or that. And I'm just kind of like, okay, I know it's not realistic, obviously, of what you're gonna do. It's gonna look to like the show. Yeah. yeah. But I loved how I can just the way that I am, the way that I feel, that I think, hmm. with you know being observant or just kind of putting pieces together very simply. Um, I was just kind of, like, you know, what this might be for me. And so when I went to Texas, um, i is when I started my major in criminal justice and, mm. you know, I went 20 grand deep and I was thought it was something I wanted to do. And, um, when I ended up getting pregnant with my first son is when I stopped mm. going to school cause I was like, okay, now this happened, you know, yeah. so I kind of got to figure it out and what, put that on pause Like what
1: responsibility to take care of kind of in a way Yeah, yeah.
2: And so once I finally like had my head on like what am I going to do in life
3: mm-hmm.
2: Is actually like it was after having my son uh, mm. My oldest is when I realized I wanted to be a nurse yeah. I actually yeah I actually almost passed away giving birth to him Cause Ooh. I yeah cause I, I had a postpartum hemorrhage So pretty much almost bleeding out Mm. and, um, I didn't know, I didn't know till the next day. Um, I, you know, I've been anemic my whole life. So when I was like, Oh, I'm white, like Mm. what's new, you know? (laughs) And then when they, you know, it came to me being out of state, my parents drove, you know, together the next day because they were unsure what was going on. Mm. But, you know, long story short, like once I saw the care of all the nurses, especially when you're, that's who you deal with really, you know, in the moment you have obviously the doctor that delivers your baby, but after that is the relationship with the nurses.
1: Yeah, they're kind of like your lifeline really.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and that's what kind of just my little light bulb just turned on and I was like, you've always been a person, me, you know, speaking to myself, like so compassionate, so caring. Mm. I'm always one to give anyone the benefit of the doubt. I'll open up, even sometimes it could be a blessing or a curse, but, you know, I like to let people know like, they're not alone or yeah. like their, what they're feeling isn't, you know, just signified in, to them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. So after I had my second one, um, <clears throat> was in 2017 and after I had him is when I moved back cause of my dad having cancer mm-hmm. and that same year I was like, okay, I'm done with kids. (laughs) I was like, it's time to think of like what my future is going to be. So I started just doing kind of like the college, uh, community college again, kind of like prereqs here and there. Mm -hmm. Got my CNA right away. Um, did my, was doing my MA and my phlebotomy, um, certificate, but then that's when COVID hit. So I was like, okay, what to do now? Mm -hmm. Um, so I just decided to go private and finally now, um, the end of September this year is when I finally finished and it was yeah. like the biggest accomplishment. That's awesome. Cause I even took an LOA too, because I got pregnant with my daughter and mm. I was supposed to finish February of this year. And when I was like trying so hard, like I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. Mm. And I was, it was such, it was like, I was like, oh, why, why <laughs> all these steps, like, just let me finish. So. Once I passed my test and I I got my, you know, my piece of paper telling me that I passed, like it was just the biggest relief off my shoulders that I Mm -hmm. felt like I've been carrying for so long. So now I'm finally like, you know what, I entered my, I'm entering my 30s. I just got my career. Like now it's, everything's just going to go up. So that's what I'm most stoked about.
1: Is it, is it interesting to think about that? Because I think about my 30s. So I don't know if you feel this way, but I know when I hit 30, I was more excited about the next 10 years than I was like when I hit 20, yes. going to like going Same. 20 through 30, I was kind of like, I don't know, like this is Same. weird. And then when I hit 30, I was like, wow, I'm really excited. Yeah. It, the
2: only time I odd. was excited in my 20s was turning 21. Yeah. And not even then though, because yeah. like I went to a a D a D1 being 19 and Are you drinking drink? before you're 21? Of course. I,
1: most people do. Exactly. I, I'm shocked to hear someone who says they waited, but you know.
2: that's what i'm saying like i mean i waited a good time in high school like i had my first drink i think is when i was like a junior so i felt Mm. like i did pretty well yeah because some kids start like
1: way before that yeah yeah i'm one of those so so that's okay yeah (laughs) so like for me but
2: because i was so busy my mom was like my mom was a single parent all my life like Mm. i would wake up to go to school she was gone at her first job and then i would come home from school she was already at her second job her days off she'd be hibernating all day like which is understandable you know like but at every soccer game at every track meet at every Mm -hmm. volleyball game she was there because i did three sports my mom was like made sure i was busy but Mm -hmm. then put in the mentality of like you still want to be in shape when soccer season comes around because it's in the winter in high school so she's like do things in between Mm -hmm. volleyball never played a day in my life but i've Try it out freshman year. I made it and I was really good. And then track, I was like, ended up doing sprints Hmm. and same thing. Something I never knew or thought I was going to be good at being five, four is I did the hurdles.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: So that was shocking, but it kept me busy. I was, Mm -hmm. you know, so it wasn't like I wasn't able to get into trouble weekends. I was always soccer tournaments. If it wasn't in high school soccer, it was club soccer. So Mm -hmm. it was like, I'm always busy. So I felt like that was the beneficial that I, lo- that I loved about my mom is that she just made sure that I was kind of busy because, you know, I've seen some, obviously growing up with some kids and it's just kind of like, yeah. my mom, I don't even know. I just, certain things when I would see or I know that friends would do, I'd be like, how are you alive?
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I was on like the other side of that. Like I was, so I played basketball oh, okay. Uh, growing up and- uh, yeah, high school, you know, the season starts, uh, like winter and kind of like runs through like February or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So it's the same as soccer. So ball. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but after basketball though, like, you know, I didn't play any other sports. so I was just like, ah, eh. and like, that's when I, th- I think I got into trouble cause like I wasn't keeping myself busy. I was exactly. like practicing at home, you know, for next season, but I definitely wasn't. Yeah. That was up to no good. The one problem.
2: thing, the one thing I did like about my high school is that I felt like all of the coaches were on the same page like that. Mm. So like they ma- like they made the athletes from different sports do track on purpose to like ah. stay busy. Okay. Even if it would like cuz there's so many events, you can mm-hmm. do something. Yeah. But at least like you're going to practice, you're going to track meets, like you're staying busy. Mm. So i feel like that was kind of the good thing like i Makes definitely sense. like i would see like a lot of wrestlers a lot of basketball players they're doing events even though where i'm like you're not a track person yeah but it's good though because it's at least keeps them it
1: keeps semi- them in shape again like yeah. you said earlier exactly yeah hmm. well that's a lot um so obviously you said like criminal justice criminal justice lvn now so yeah. like so for your lvn you know, where where did you go to school for that, you know? Your-
2: uh, I ended up, uh, I'm going to have my graduation actually this, not this Sunday, tomorrow, but next week for nice. American Career College. Okay. So it was a little bit, I mean, you know, private. Um, but I just was, t- as soon as the COVID hit and then they put the applications on pause, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, my, I know I'm not on a time crunch but still i'm like when am i gonna finish i yeah. just got tired and i was like i can't do this anymore
1: now the lvn uh that you said they put on pause you mean would uh does is that do the community college is yes. that what you mean that they yeah. put on pause okay
2: because they have only two times a year that they mm-hmm. let you apply
1: and this was at crafting correct the yes. one that we yeah. both went to okay
2: and then <clears throat> so i was just like i can't like i can't wait anymore and especially because I was looking at other schools too and I hate how they do like that oh it's a lottery system like
1: yeah well I think I well I think the lottery system comes into play for for specific careers like that because it's so popular I think it's shitty though but I know you end up you end up waiting a lot but I also think a lot of people go throughout you go cuz they're like all right like I'm tired I, just, of I just have to find another way to do this or yeah yeah cuz
2: like I want to be it just depends I want to be an RN. Mm-hmm. So, like, my, my deal right now is I've been looking, you know, through finishing my prereqs for Crafton or at also San Bernardino. Um, They require a year of experience as an LVN on top of your prereqs, and then I wa- I would go into the bridge program. So, I'd mm-hmm. get my ADN, which is, you know, the next step, I feel. And but,
1: what's, what's ADN?
2: So, it's pretty much having, like, you know, RN, ADN, it's just, like, the certificate base. Of it, I feel I I'm trying to see what the like technicalities are. I can't I can't remember at the top of my head, but um, other than like going to like cause end goal end goal still mm-hmm. I feel I haven't altered it yet is I want to get my bachelor's in okay. nursing, so if I can obviously more money mm-hmm. you know whichever, um, I know a lot of people now are getting their bachelors online within just that one extra year, mm. so I don't know. It's trying to think of all like the so many roadmaps and i'm like because even like my mom tells me like what's the difference of you you know what you have in an rn Mm -hmm. i'm like rns can start ivs that's literally that's really the the biggest difference Mm -hmm. yeah they do create care plans obviously we more more or less we're the ones that oversee the care plan that the rn uh creates for the patient we just like Um, report if there's like changes or anything like that as far as like vitals or you know sounds skin breakdown whatever Mm. but the biggest thing is we can't yeah we can't give meds through an iv and we can't start an iv we can Mm. give meds through a g-tube i can give meds orally um but anything when it comes to that route yeah so i was like telling my mom i'm like maybe instead of going back (laughs) to school right away I just get my IV license pay like pay like a grand mm-hmm. and I think it's like a 2 week course and then I get certified and I can pretty much get the same pay as an RN because without I show the, that I have that certification
1: without the major schooling mhm mm. so it's, it's so many
2: things to try to like work your way around it it's it's exhausting
1: you know it's really odd and um I'm going to mention this cuz I feel like a lot of people don't realize it but it is kind of odd for like specific programs like that, like medical or, or even for like me, like psychology, kinesiology as well. Yeah. Uh, once you get the bachelor's right and, or just you're done with schooling, whatever you do, um, the next step that no one ever talks about is a lot of licensing that comes after that. Yeah. Like you finish school and you're like, oh, I'm done. But then like,
2: you need all the, you also need
1: a license and it's like, well, you have to get that license after you get like the education. It's so weird.
2: Yeah, like, right now, my uh, half-sister, she just got her bachelor's from Cal State Fullerton in kinesiology. Mm-hmm. So she's still, and I'm like, what are you going to do? And yeah. she's like, I can't do shit until I get my <laughs> master's. Lic- oh. and, our, and, like, and the license, yeah. too, though. She's like, if I want to m- even make decent money, mm-hmm. I need to go to the next step. And I'm like, bro. So. like, uh, So I'm over here, like, it's it's hard to try to think. When you want to keep going, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, like you say, when, when, when I try to make myself like, I'm on a time crunch or like now at least I'm happy I have my career Mm -hmm. that I can start making at least a decent amount of money. And who knows the biggest and the realest thing I ever heard from a nurse Mm -hmm. actually during my clinical rotations was she was like, Oh yeah, I have, she was, she was an LVN and she was like, I have my RN license. And I was like, why are you an LVN? she's like because i like my relationship with the patients i don't like my relationships with the doctors that's what an rn is i was like as soon as i thought about i was like mind blown. i'm like because it's Mm. true lvns only you're they're the ones right there Mm
1: -hmm.
2: at the bedside with the patient rn is more of the one that's in charge of the nurses and the one that communicates with the doctor makes sense so i was like and it's because of the way that I am. Like, if you were to ask anyone, I hate it when I started telling people I'm going to nurse school. They're like, "I could see you being a nurse," and I'm like, oh, "Wait, yeah? so you mad like, about that?" Lo- kinda. Or, okay. Because why? Also you couldn't. No one couldn't have told me like before I went twenty grand into debt for criminal justice. Like, that's awesome. You know. So, um, but then again, it's all a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and once I heard her say that, and I was like dang, what if I get all my schooling for an RN and I absolutely hate it? You
1: don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is a possibility. Um, Because I
2: get it, the stability mm -hmm. and the income everyone wants to go for, of course. Who doesn't? Especially in this economy, the way that it's going right now. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, but if you love what you're doing, you never Mm -hmm. work a day in your life. So that's the mentality I love go buying. That's to go buy. mm -hmm. That's why I don't let go of bartending mm because I'm super social. I only work once a week right now, and that's all I need. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be – and I never had that experience when I had my two boys, so I'm lucky that my partner now um, is allowing me to be able to do that. He's the mm-hmm. one that works full-time, um, and he's like, you be home with the kids. That's all I need you to do. Take care of the house. Take care of that and the, and the kids, and you mm-hmm. can go – You know, the one day a week I work – and I it's like it's nice but I'm not used to it. Mm. He would if if I were to ask him right now he'd be like I don't want you to go to work at all just be home and I'm like can't do that.
1: <laughs> you know also another thing too is I don't I don't think one person can be at home anymore. Mm-mm. Like just because again economy I think both people have to work nowadays and it sucks to like hear that I guess uh, cuz yeah, I don't know.
2: It's like I Yeah. And then after going through the pandemic, I'm like, what do I do to entertain myself? Like he tells Mm -hmm. me, he goes, you can't even leave the house because you, as soon as you leave the house, you waste money. And I'm like, (laughs) well, like I can't just sit around Then I'm going to just watch TV all day. And you Mm -hmm. know, it's, that's doing nothing for me. So when I go bartend, I do it every, every Saturday. Mm -hmm. It like makes me be social. So at least I can kind of get it out, like
3: because
2: mm-hmm. I'm always one to like I love music, I love you know I'm, I love talking to people, so like when I go to that, that's like my my once a week where I'm like, okay, I'm good, and then
1: like so what kind of what kind of bar do you work at like what's the um i guess vibe I oh, guess, that, so I the guess vibe that would be there, the
2: best. it's a pretty much like a dive bar
1: <laughs> okay hey, some dive bars are underrated they, I do like dive bars they, sometimes. They,
2: it is it's fun um mm-hmm. I've been there almost. Almost two years now. Okay. Um, It's called The Cave. And it's called The Cave Sports Bar. It's in Pierce, or... and No, it's no. actually in Anaheim. Oh, Because wow. I didn't want to let go of it. Okay. Because it's a really good bar. Um, and my owner has three locations. He hmm. just opened up the third one last year in Santa Ana. So he has Santa Ana, Anaheim, and technically it's the one I work at is Garden Grove. It's like okay. borderline. But... um. Yeah, the, that one there is more of, like, it has the pool tables, it has, you know, we show fights there, you know, there for football Sundays, mm. the, during the World Cup was amazing, um, but, uh, and then, like, Friday, Saturdays, he'll bring, like, a DJ, and they'll just mm. play, like, he's very into, like, funk, like, old school. Okay. So it's nice, because, like, a day, if you would have asked me, like, two years ago, like, to listen to the music i'd be like what the heck is this and now like i can sing I these songs yeah now i like get into it i don't know if it was because i had no choice but to like it you know but mm-hmm. but it's nice though it's cool um i definitely see more of the older generations than youngers which i feel mm-hmm. like is better because these generations are terrifying yeah um i agree so yeah especially like when they when they try to tell you like bartenders will judge you on what you order really low key like if i see someone that's like i know is probably my age still ordering audioses i'd be Uh, like you need to grow up okay like i get you like i know what your mentality is but like come on Mm. like when you're just 21 and they're ordering you know midori sours that's fine that was me yeah i won't talk shit but like it's just i think the funniest thing too is like that and seeing like the drama that can happen Mm. i feel like when you have to just play it off, like, you know, it's, it's fun. I feel like it's a whole nother world. I've done everything. I've done the dive bar, I've done the nightclub experience. So like I enjoy the nightclub cause I'm always busy. Mm. So that's why, and that's moving. why, I, yes, always moving. I never get a break because like if I, um, there, you know, certain jobs where I'm able to drink, if it's slow, I get bored and I just start drinking and then that's <laughs> not good either. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm glad like, I have that to do once a week and then once i start my nursing like that's gonna i finally am gonna go to like a normal schedule because
1: you think you'll uh kind of like tone down the bartending or leave it when you do more nursing or you're I not sure yet, huh?
2: i'm kind of half and half because mm. i know that like
1: plus uh, i would assume bartending has good money in it it does that's, that's so the it's hard to reason. leave that sometimes yes and when i know? can
2: get it that night and yeah. i'm like
1: it's hard to leave
2: Yes, I get it. Cause I know that that like <clears throat> I should be thinking like you know what I'm in my career. Yeah, that's all that should matter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But because of my goals now is to want to buy a home. I'm like the quicker I can get it.
1: money money's always a good thing. Exactly, yeah. and
2: I and my mentality has always been to like just to hustle.
4: Yeah,
2: I think it's just been the survival mode since as long as I can remember. Even because I was a single parent.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: with my two boys first before um, I got with my partner now and we had our daughter. So I'm, I've am always been like that. Like, what am I going to do to be ahead? Because I know a rainy day is going to happen or something and I don't want to be like stuck. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing I feel. I
1: think everybody's kind of in that mode nowadays, especially, I mean, it's funny how basically everything goes back to this, but really be, since COVID, because... Once COVID happened, we a lot of us just didn't work. We didn't have money coming in, so. or you had money
2: coming in that you were spending stupidly.
1: Yeah, well, like that, that, too. <laughs> that too. when
2: I looked back and I was like, <laughs> I got this much, and I was like, and I, I wish I would have been with my with my person now because he hmm. literally he tells me to. He's like, imagine if you would have saved that money. Like, you yeah. could have had for a house by now. I get you. And I'm yeah. like, and I hate thinking about it, but I was like, but it's the memories. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what a lot of people try to say. Well, okay. Oh, we're only going to have that once. Which, like, but the only thing is that money comes back to buy us.
2: Yeah, that's very true. So that's why even then now, Nothing's like. Nothing's for you. Yeah. I'm going to be making, you know, good money or nurse money, and I'm going to think the same thing, and I'm going to have to really, like.
1: Like discipline. Yourself. Yes. Yeah.
2: Because, especially because all this stupid afterpay stuff, too. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
2: I'm like, oh, I don't have the money, but I'll have it in eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst thing. I think this year, like, I've been to one, two, three, three, four concerts. Okay. Just because of that. And I'm like, and I slowly saw my savings go away because I was spending more than I was bringing in, obviously, because I haven't been working.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm like, I need to relax. I gotta like almost delete those apps off my phone because I had to like not shop. That's the worst thing.
1: I think we all have our uh, like vices, you could say, you know? Um, Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. It's, it's, I mean, really what I think about, especially with like some of my younger cousins that are like in high school. Oh, yeah. It sucks being older. It sucks having to like be responsible. Exactly. I always tell them like enjoy this time. Like uh, the drama and like, Problems you have in high school don't mean anything. Really? really And it's
2: hard because I think that's one of the biggest things I'm afraid of is Mm. my kids growing up in this generation. Honestly, because they're so sensitive.
1: I can agree with that.
2: I'm like, they like try saying, oh, they're going to be more advanced because they're super into the tablets. I'm like, that is the worst thing. Because all I can think about, like go back and think about is like the movie WALL-E.
4: Sorry, Mm. I don't know
2: why I put that together.
1: I think that's a very good example. I know it's a cute movie, but uh, it's a pretty good example.
2: Yeah, like just the laziness. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Like when it shows the differences between TikTok dances at 13 years old and when I was dancing at 13 looking like an imbecile, like it's just not fun. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's just all of like I need the views. I need people to like me. Oh, if the world doesn't like me, I'm going to go and – do some bad things to myself and i don't that's the worst thing like i've been bullied before Mm -hmm. i know how that feels and you know there was a time in my life where yeah like i was thinking like maybe i just shouldn't be here but Mm -hmm. then i was like why am i gonna give anyone that power
1: like satisfaction yeah
2: like and i feel like in anything to be honest so that's why like I tend to be so hard on my boys right now, especially my boys. And Mm -hmm. I I can already see like when the certain ones are like certain situations, they'll become emotional, but I make sure to address it and not like dismiss it. I Mm. feel like to make sure that it's okay, but also like, don't think because you're crying, you're going to get what you want or people are going to feel sorry for you because that's going to, that's going to be a target on your back. Mm. Like I feel at least
1: so. and I think it comes down to uh you know just what the parents are teaching their kids and like how they want to raise them so like if you want to raise them that way, go for it you know like I think a lot of people uh kind of like stop raising their kids the way they really want to raise them school. because of like society yes, and it's like no don't don't let them influence you it's they're like, not in your home, you yes. know what I mean like I know like, raise them how me. you feel.
2: Yeah, like, and what I've lived in, other than now, I have, you know, I'm grateful for my, for my partner that mm-hmm. got us a home for everyone and some place that I can call home. I've been in renting rooms and apartments for in my entire life, mm-hmm. even in college, obviously, but, yeah. like, growing up, that's all I can remember. Like, okay, we're going to live in an apartment, you know, for one year. Okay, oh, you know what, it's cheaper, we're going to just rent out this one room because it was only me and my mom. Like, yeah. I've been through it all, you know, and... Like, just, I feel like that's just the biggest thing. Like, I would be out until the lights came on. That was my cue to come Mm. home. My kids right now, like, they just want to be like, oh, well, I'm bored. Can I go on the computer? No. What about all those toys you asked me to buy you? Like, go eat dirt or something like
3: <laughs> I you mean. know
2: what I mean like it's just like they're so used to it and then like even when it comes to and my boys are smart like when they go with other people and they know and when I and it's hard because like you obviously can't say anything because you're not the parent but when when I see how like other kids are or how much they're like not you know they're stuck on a screen and I'm mm. like and I have to go drop off my boys there I'm like great there it yeah. goes like you know
1: and the crazy thing, too, is uh, even in schools, like, everything has a screen now. It's kind of crazy. Oh, my God. They,
2: I know. And they're like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, everyone has a computer. I'm like, Yeah, it's huh? kind of wild. I'm like, why? Print I, out worksheets. I <laughs> remember
1: computers, like, you kind of had to, like, earn computer time yeah. in school. I remember that. Yeah. Now, like, everyone has their own. It's like, oh, It's shit. ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, and... Like even then, like over the summer and stuff, like a friend of mine, um, she homeschools. So like okay. she, you just uses like the education.com, um, like websites and stuff to like print out worksheets. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When my boys, like during the summer, they don't do, I'll be like, here's worksheets. You're going to learn, you're going to go into this grade. This is what you should know. You're going to be doing this. And they'll like to keep them, keep their brain working. Cause if not, yeah. I feel like they're just going to think, Oh, well, if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to Google it. Like, yeah. Or if I don't know how to do it, like my mom's going to do it for me. Like, no.
1: I mean, and I'm guilty of that. Like, <laughs> I'll Google stuff because I'm like, I don't remember. Like, all right, I'll just Google it. Like, you know, that's
4: a given, though. But no, I like, know,
1: but but like now, when it comes now, to like, today's kids like instead of just looking for the answer, I guess, or like working for it, it's like, oh, i'll just go. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's the difference.
2: Yeah, like I had a, I bought my my oldest because he's because since I've been playing and mm. um, I've been in school the last you know 25 months. Yeah, about mm-hmm. two years. Um, I had clinical rotations on the weekend, so I can never he's been dying to want to play on a team, mm. and I wasn't able to take him because I'd be gone all day. yeah, And so now I'm like, okay, yesterday I bought him because finally, because he has turf shoes, but I bought him cleats, I bought him a goal, a ball, and I was like,, nice. go outside. And I'm like, you're gonna build your goal and you're mm. gonna learn how it works so that we can put it away, fold it up, whatever. And then he started doing drills in the backyard. And it's nice. funny because, It's like, he goes, he did it like 10 times. He's like, okay, I did it 10 times. And I'm like, okay, and how many goals did you make? And he's just like, "Mm," I don't remember what he said. But I was like, okay, so shouldn't you make 10 for 10? Maybe you got to try it a hundred times. Maybe you got to do it a million times. But that's how you, I'm like, and you're not even sweating. I'm like, and you already want to be like, can I come in now? Like, no, what are you going to do when you come in? But I love them though. He's, especially my oldest one, he's super helpful. Like with the baby, Mm. like she's she's a handful for Mm. sure and he's just he's the bond with them too for some reason i don't know if it's always i've always heard about it with the oldest and the youngest like they always just yeah sometimes have like a close bond um is i don't know
1: i think it's just like that protective role kind of thing maybe in a way
2: because it's the girl and
1: yeah that too that definitely adds to it um Yeah, because, like, uh, some of our girl cousins that were, like, our age, like, we were more protective of them, you know? Yeah. So, I think it just comes naturally. Um, That's
2: good. I know. I'm waiting to see them grow. I'm waiting for her to start walking because she Mm. she just turned 10 months. And I'm like, walk. I'm like, because it's funny because they're like, oh, she's getting my toys. I'm like, wait till she gets all of your toys. Mm. You think you're upset now. (laughs) You have no idea what's coming.
1: Yeah, that's all right. That's the cheap way to go. Hand-me-downs. Oh, you have to in this
2: world. I try so hard to be like I'm not going to spend money and then I go to Target and like it's there's something like in the air cuz I spend at least over 100 or 200 bucks every
1: time. Why does everyone say that about Target? It
2: is. It's true. Everyone it's the it. Star the everyone Starbucks being it. inside. It's just something. I literally I think I was supposed to go yesterday for like two or three things. Mm-hmm. Spent $200. I came home and that's, I like all the soccer stuff wasn't supposed to buy, but But of course I just go. And when it comes to thinking of my kids, I don't even think of a price. i just like, I want that for them. Boom, boom, boom. Like I got my essentials, which was like makeup wipes. And, um, I forgot what else. I think Mm. it was like painkillers. And then I was like, everything was them. I got my daughter, you know, onesies, (laughs) socks and stuff that she needed. And then he's like, you know, I get home and, um, my fiance was like, you got all of this stuff. I thought you only had to get like this and this, and I'm like, it's Target. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> but I walked around there for like an hour and a half. He was he was at home. He was napping. I took her out to just to have her out, and we were just walking. I was walking down every aisle, just looking like. And I almost bought Halloween pillows, and I had to be like, Do you really need them? Put them back. Like, <laughs> so it is. It's just like.
1: Ugh. So with kids uh going to school obviously mm-hmm. working as well you know and maybe your bartending job since you kind of talked about it like being like an outlet for you you know what what was one thing you've been able to do with your time that like helps you keep sane mental health you honestly know, with all that going on yeah you know there's got to be a disconnect somewhere it is and it's you know?
2: and it's hard it's been in like a good way and bad way. Soccer is I feel like the positive aspect mm. and the semi like I feel like it can it's negative and positive, but it can come off as negative. Okay. But I've always been a drinker. So to me I'll just be like, let me just be home, have a couple shots and I can just like mm. relax or disconnect once all the kids are asleep or whatever. But then like all those calories add on and it's not, that's where I'm like, this ain't a healthy, yeah. <laughs> this ain't a healthy disconnect. Especially because like, like I said, the older you get to try to find like teams or games is so hard. Mm. Um, but the biggest thing I love that's, I'd say most sane for me is reading. Mm. I'm super big on that.
1: What I do you, What do you like to read? I for like that?
2: crime. Okay. Like crime or romantic. Cause I'm a big old, like cry baby. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: Um, Anything when it comes to kind of like in those situations, kind of like hopeless romantic Mm. like movies, books, books, yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, I definitely like the, like when I was younger, I loved Ellen Hopkins. She wrote very interesting novels. It was like, like 600 pages, right? And you're like, what the heck? But the book is like. Maybe a little bit bigger than like the big, you know, like the fat index cards. They're about like. Okay. Yeah. So like that size. But if you like look at the pages, she kind of writes it kind of like poems. If that so makes there's, sense. So, so there's, there's
1: maybe like not a lot of words on a no, page? No, yes. Okay. So
2: like. It, so it you, looks
1: like a lot, but in the end.
2: You're reading it yeah, and you're like, okay. You. But it keeps you kind of intrigued. And like the way that I love that she wrote, mm-hmm. like one of my favorites, um, <clears throat> she literally wrote the book. I um, wish I could remember the title right now. I remember the book. It's a red book, but I can't remember the title. Okay. Um, but she was writing into three different characters' perspectives throughout, hmm. throughout the story. So it was crazy. Like, you kind of get the background of it in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it's like you're going and reading what each character is thinking. So it was um, three kids that all tried to commit suicide. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. In different ways. I think one was <clears throat> overdosing on pills, mm-hmm. one tried to shoot himself in the chest, and the other one I think cut slit their wrists, I think. Okay. They ended up like come back to my, you know, like forensic scientist side, right? But yeah. I'm still intrigued by that stuff.
1: Yeah, it and, sounds like you're still very connected to it, even though, obviously, you know, you're not doing it. Yeah, it's just, connected. like,
2: still, yeah. Like, it's interesting I, to you, yes, I guess. That's what goriness, it comes down to. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Or, like, finding out why. Mm-hmm. I feel like the why is the biggest thing. Yeah. So, like, all these kids get linked up in, like, a facility, obviously, and, you know, it was just, like, a bunch of, like, what they're thinking, why did it happen, you know, it was two boys and a girl. Mm. The two boys met the girl, like, and then they ended up, Boys love the girl. Oh, you know, like, so it's like a super okay. big, like, you don't know what's going to happen next um, type thing. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, all those books, I have, like, the Goodreads on my on my phone. My best friend also, she's a flight attendant. Mm. So she's big on reading. So that's the biggest thing is that we always connect on. We're like, okay, I read this book. Did you read it? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You're going to borrow it and give me one of yours. So, like, when I just finished that, she recommended to me was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Um Can't that one's a, heard of it. That one's a good one. It's just how coincidentally this girl became famous as an actress and ended up having seven different partners but each mistakenly or not mistakenly, sorry, coincidentally ended up passing.
1: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah,
2: it's really interesting.
1: By her hand, I'm assuming. I don't uh, know. That I sounds want... a little fishy. I don't know, right? You yeah, would think. a little fishy.
2: I'm not gonna spoil it. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a good book. It keeps you intrigued because you're mm. like, what the heck? Like, okay, all right. So it's like simple things like that. I'm a super big Harry Potter nerd. Mm. Um. Every year I watch Harry. Po- I have to re- re-watch Harry Potter. You know. Did so you like?
1: Did you like the new ones that they kind of like came? out with afterwards where it's kind of like a prequel did you like those ones or no like the uh like the fantastic beast ones oh yeah those are kind of like prequels i yes, guess yes, in yes, a yes, way
2: yes, yes no i did you know? i did i'm upset about the whole johnny depp thing yeah but i know because johnny depp is huge I that have... was a
1: that was a weird transition it was so... like cause i was really excited for him and then the next movie oh, oh well, he's gone so i'm like okay yeah it's like he changed his look again i guess that's what they were trying to go with yeah i was like how do you do
2: that like Mm -hmm. mm -mm. like i have i have those parts of the caribbean tattoo on me like oh yeah you're
1: right nice oh that's awesome mm -hmm. that's a great character too just in general oh my god yes
2: yeah i i love that man i know all those movies like word for word yeah of how much i think i love him and, yeah, so a lot of those just kind of, like, suspense, I feel. Mm. If it's, like, involving love, of course, great. Why not? Cause
1: so kind of you kind of want, like, fantasy and love kind of combined yes. a little bit?
2: I like the having the imagination. And then especially when it's a book that I can't put down, mm. like, that's what helps, too. Because I want to know what happens next or I think about what's going to happen next.
1: Are you the type of person, because I have a cousin who's really into books as well, but are you the type of book person who loves the books more than the movies and you're like upset that the movies didn't do certain parts of the book
2: um i don't think so like i just know sometimes they leave out details like i'm a super big vampire diary fan Hmm. and they had their own books come out too and like you can go by that the characters were completely different like appearance wise Hmm. but like then again like we put that imagination into our brain as we're reading. Yeah. But we, so we, I feel like we can't get disappointed that like mm. small little instances. Yeah. Are different.
1: I get what you mean. You know what I'm saying, like because you like, have in your own experience when you read the book. Yes. Yeah. Not that, everyone's gonna
2: have the same thing. Yeah. So like when people are like, oh, I hate the. Yeah. I'm like, of course, because what you have in your brain and what you see on the screen <clears> is not what you perceived it to be.
1: Yeah. See, that was my cousin's point of view with, like, the Harry Potter books. Yeah. She was like, ah, oh, the movies. She's like, ah, oh, the crap. And I was like, really? I was like, I thought they were good.
2: Uh, yeah, but, like, I loved them. Yeah. Even though, but yes, like, when you go and you think about it and you're reading it, you're like,
1: oh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: oh, dang. Because you just put in your brain how you want to see it. <clears throat> and then when you see that, you're like,
3: well,
2: Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> so, that's how I feel.
4: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny how she... um I'll have to tell her your perspective thing about that. I like that. I never thought of books and movies that way. And like, it's your own experience, especially with a book. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it.
2: It is. Cause that's, <clears throat> that's the biggest actually thing right now that my oldest has trouble with is reading mm. because he gets frustrated reading like chapter books because he has to use his imagination. Mm. He wants it seen. He's like, I want books with pictures. I'm like, no, babe. That's <laughs> not how it works anymore. I
1: mean easier to read. yeah, but... you're in third grade. Yeah. like
2: I was like, I understand. but mm-hmm. you know, I still buy him. He loves Sonic. I buy him those comics, you know, Pokemon. But I'm like, this is now a whole nother level though, of reading. Like you get to now create, let's say they don't give you a description of, you know, they only give you a slight description of this character, <clears throat> but you're the one creating it in your mind what mm-hmm. he's gonna look like, you know? So that's what I try to, I'm like, I want him to love reading. So I try so hard to make it like a positive yeah. thing for him. So, but yeah, that's how I always come about it. Like it's hard to be disappointed when not everyone's going to see what mental picture yeah. you're trying to perceive that's it true. as. So.
1: I think it's smart that you're trying to get them into books now. Cause like, uh, I think it's easier when they're younger when, instead of like when they're older, <laughs> yeah. cause like for, for me and my brothers, like. We definitely didn't get into books early, so it was like harder for us to get into them like when we got older because at that point it's kind of like, ah, like yeah. this, is, uh, this is hard or boring maybe to do, I guess you could say. Yeah. It didn't work out.
2: I had to tell him, I'm like, look, I'm going to give it to you straight. <clears throat> Reading is not going away, so yeah. you might as well learn to enjoy it and learn to master it now mm-hmm. because his thing right now is he wants to be an astronaut. Huh? So, I was like, good luck with the school. So, yeah. I was like, you definitely need to. Like, if that's something you want to do, like, I'm telling him, like, okay. Hmm. But reading isn't going to go away.
3: Yeah.
1: It's
2: not just training, like, you know, you would think. Like it's Probably you... just going to
1: multiply. Exactly. <laughs> even more for that.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, that's why I'm trying to, like, make sure. Like, my middle child, same thing. It's hard for him. He's actually autistic. He's hmm. super high functioning. He's, like, level one, which is the lowest okay. or the highest. I don't know. No. I would say lowest because I'm like highest would probably be like less functioning.
1: but um, Yeah, I, yeah, it's the opposite way with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're right.
2: So I, I don't like you can't necessarily like a lot of people will be like, oh, really? He is. And I'm like, you can't really tell. And once you see like little ticks, like he can get fixated on something, mm. he'll, you know, like he'll be the type of like, let's say he sees you like eating a candy. He'll be like, I like candy like instead of just kind of like the social cues is where he lacks oh okay so that in reading because he'll be like looking but then just kind of be like
1: something else attracts him yeah i got you
2: so like he like he's still in a normal classroom which is great he has you know an iep put into place and they have like tutor that comes in and sees him four times a week Mm -hmm. so it just helps him to stay on track but like he has good grades like he like he can't do individual work like when he was in, ki- cause he's in first grade now when he was in kindergarten, he was having that issue when they would like sit down and have like a piece of paper and like do it. He would just be kind of like, mm. but when you sit down with him one-on-one and be like, okay, let's do number one, boom, boom, boom. And then give you the right answer. Like, so he's just, just the attention yeah. part and then the social cues he won't understand. Like before he's gotten a lot better now, but before <clears> he <throat> would want to go and hug everybody that he meets. Mm. And I'm just like,
1: yeah, you can't do that with everybody. Yeah. yeah.
2: Especially I'm all, You don't know who you're going to hug. That's the wrong person. Yeah,
1: very true. So. So now, with your LVN career, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously you're just, like, starting off. So, you know, you might not have, like, a totally uh, full image. But, you know, where would you like to be, like, with LVN? At least (sighs) small goal now, I guess. That would be the best way to put it. Yeah. At first,
2: I feel like when I started school... I wanted to do labor and delivery. Mm. That was like my biggest thing just because of obviously my experience. Okay. Like I was just like, I want to be there for these women. Just like th- those women were there for me. Um, geriatrics, I feel is very hard for me. I think I would.
1: Those are older, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. I,
2: I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know. I hate seeing them when they're at the end of life, Mm. but also to see like how vulnerable they are and they don't have anybody. And like, especially people that like don't have family Mm -hmm. don't have, you know, like,
1: especially like in the homes. Yes. The
2: the sniffs is what we call it. So it's the skilled nursing facility. Mm. Um, so that's where I feel like I like that because I can get people to talk, you know, even if I can make them smile, Mm -hmm. like, like having the bonds with people, um, I wasn't able to do my peds, um, rotations with, you know, with kids Mm. during my schooling because they were really annoying, but long story (laughs) short, my, something happened with my, with my paperwork
4: Mm. and
2: they were like, you can't go. And it was only one weekend because we were, we weren't able to get more time. Mm. And I was like, maybe it's a good thing because that's when I just had my daughter and I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to see babies. (laughs) <laughs> right now because right mm-hmm. a lot of my friends told me that our parents that they had to like step off the floor and like ball because uh. there's these kids that they see like neither you know a near drowning experience that are now on you know trach tubes or someone you know from a, a baby from a car crash like a bunch of stuff you know so i'm kind of like so it's
1: like making them think of their own children yeah, yeah. so like the icu they get you
2: like i felt like i wanted to do icu for kids <clears throat> like the NICU because. Mm. It's being with kids and, you know, me being a mom. But then I'm like, you know what? Maybe not. Yeah. Because thinking of it, when you, when you have kids, it's a whole nother mentality. You're like, oh, my God, this can happen. Especially when you, like, go, let's say, go into their charts when they're, like, they drowned for a minute. And yeah. then now they're, you know, the way that they are. And it's just like, holy
3: crap. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: you know. But then again, you can be that person that helps them because they're alone or, you know, like throughout the night, like the kids, you know, that have cancer or mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's hard. People have asked me, like, where do you want to go, and I'm like, I have
1: no. Ground. You don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know. And you have to be it. It. It sounds bad, but you have to be able to like emotionally disconnect from that stuff, just so you don't take it into like your own life and exactly. like kind of carried it on your own shoulders, which yeah. like hurts you. Yeah. Um. Especially you that's
4: know, why they it's, say it's, it's be,
1: hard, but
2: to be patient. Yeah, like everyone's telling, like my fiance, like be patient with her because when she has long days and she comes home and if she's you know mm. either like silent or this yeah. or that, like don't think it's anything to do with you. Yeah, and it's
3: just you so don't you just know don't what know they they what she saw
1: that yeah. day or something. Yeah. The one
2: thing I know a hundred, a thousand percent that I won't do though is wound care.
1: Ugh. Wound care. Wound. Oh, wound. Okay. Like wounds. Like, oh, like, like someone comes in with like a like a broken bone or something Is Or no, what do you mean? like
2: that's ER. So I feel like I would be fine in that in the okay. moment. I'm talking about like geriatrics, like pressure ulcers. Like oh, when skin breakdown okay. and like, no. Just the aging process,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I okay.
2: tried. I, I just, it's just the smell. Just gross. And it's just all around bad. Yeah. And especially because you're not the only one caring for these people. So like, let's say within mm. like. A shift, no, let's say like a week, right? You had this patient once, you go back a week later and you see like all the, like the crusties and like, and you're just like, what the heck? Like, you, mm. so it's hard when it's, if it was just me,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I can maybe, maybe be okay with it because I'm like, I'm the one I know, I'm cleaning it, I'm the one though, taking care of it. So it's not going to be mm-hmm. as bad. But when you can like go in and you get a smell and you're like, okay, mm. this hasn't been taken care of, yeah. like, what's going on here? So, like, that's so I'm mm, that's like, I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I and s- they
2: pay more, which is, I'm just like,
1: damn it. That <laughs> makes sense, though. <laughs> like, because some people don't want to see that stuff or they just mm-hmm. can't handle it, you know? Um, and, like, people in the ER, there's some people who can't do ER because, you know, they can't handle seeing, like, blood or whatever it may be. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, I broke my collarbone and uh, oh, wow. I had to. The only person I could get a hold of was my cousin at the time. And I was like, hey, I was like, I need you to come pick me up. Uh, I was like, I need to go to the ER. And um, it was it was funny because she was, like, freaking out. She felt really? like she broke her <laughs> collarbone and, like, she was in pain. So it was, like, it was just interesting because she's like, I can't look at you. Like, I can't see it, like, blah, blah. And... So it was just kind of funny because I had to like calm her down. And I'm like, like, well, I'm like, the one? yeah, it's like I'm the one that has like a broken shoulder right now. Like <laughs> it hurts, I can't lift my arm, blah, blah. But I had to like that's keep funny. her calm. So it's so yeah. for like that for that case, it's I True. feel like that's happens a lot with nurses too. It's like, well, you got to go into something that you think you can survive, handle, yeah. yeah I guess you can And say. I
2: don't think a lot of LVNs are in the ER, mm. to be honest. I think they're <clears throat> all RNs. Okay. I think there's like LVNs maybe in the front from what I
4: know. Mm.
2: I'd have to see. I forget. But yeah, I have no idea. Not sure yet. Okay. I'm thinking of doing maybe home health. Just right now, I feel like this is going to be the growing pain. Like they told us the first six months, it's not going to probably be what you want. Mm. But you're going to get your foot in the door. You're going to get experience. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And also, you know, getting money. finally.
1: I mean, I think with every career, it's always kind of uh, the beginning part. Yeah. It's like, it's growing pains. You're probably not doing something you technically want to do, maybe long term or whatever it may be. But it, yeah, it gets you the experience and your foot in the door. Yeah. You know? And it's funny, like when you get a license or like a degree, you know, it's like, well, do you have any experience? And it's like, well, no. It's like, what do <laughs> I you went think? to school so I could get it, but yeah. it's like, well, it's not the same. It's weird. I hate weird. that.
3: I
2: hate when people are like, you need experience. I'm like um yeah 50 places are gonna turn you down because they need experience i'm like who's gonna be the one that lets me get experience like that's what i get annoyed about
1: there's always gonna be one but it it just sucks that you have to like go through that to get to that one exactly it's it's kind of like when you're a teenager and you want your first job so many places turn you down because they're like well you're a teenager it's your first time you don't have an experience and you just, yeah, in your head, you're like, well, oh, I just need someone to take a chance. Yeah, please. Yeah, you know, I just need someone that to take a chance.
2: That was me care. when I started bartending. Oh. A lot of places, they didn't, want to, they didn't want to. They didn't want to have to train me. And then one. Actually, was, that's
1: a good question. Did you need a license for that? Because no. I know there's like bartending schools, but there which is. I thought is odd to, in my opinion, but I, I could be wrong. Uh. I, f-
2: I feel personally, I'm sorry. I'm all my best friend has his, so oops. But oh, okay. He, but the thing is, is because like you say, certain jobs do require that. They'll just be like, oh, well.
1: You, you think that's like maybe just, the fancy ones?
2: Yeah, I so. and I feel like so that way they don't have to take their time teaching you like mm. what's in Long Island, what's a Manhattan, what's an old fashioned. You should already know what comes in it. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. So like for me, I went from like ground zero. But I mean, I was a server, so I knew alcohol. I just didn't know, you know, mixology. Yeah. Um. So it was just one little kind of like a. I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Just kind of like one little restaurant that was in between business buildings,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and they were looking for a bartender, and I was like, you know what? I was just on Indeed, like apply, <laughs> apply, apply. apply. Yeah. Who's gonna call me back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I went for an interview, and the the manager was really nice, and I told him like I have I don't have experience, I have serving experience, so I know customer service. Mm-hmm. I you know and. I'm willing to learn and he was able to allow me and give me a chance so it wasn't as busy so it was good that i was able to take my time Time. to learn and then after that right um a friend of mine got me into the nightclub scene i was like hey you want to come apply and i'm like Mm. i barely have experience she's like look i'm gonna tell you the three main drinks you need to know he's probably gonna quiz you when they interview you and that's exactly how it went down i went in for my interview that night and he was like okay make me this and i was like okay boom 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 and then he didn't even try it. Cause they were about to open up that night when I went in for the interview and he was like, okay, you're hired. You'll be here next week. And I was like,
3: Dang.
2: okay. Like, so it was kind of ha- still having to wing it though, because it was like, sometimes, um, I had to be behind like the register Googling something if I didn't know. And like, and, and then I got into the mixology mm-hmm. about right before the <clears throat> pandemic, I worked at tempo, okay. which is like, they had like a, Fat book like this, so like thirty mm, different drinks. drinks, like you and you can't even make it out of training if you didn't even know them. Like oh, wow. you would have to like f- formally write on paper. They'd give you like what's in each, wow. like. So that's what got me to like knowing how to build.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, this dive bar now is more of kind of like a quick,
1: probably chiller, mm-hmm. calm. It's more like of calm, like Jack say. and Cokes, Long yeah.
2: Island, you know, White Claw beer, whatever. Nothing fancy. And they're like, "Can I get a mojito?" I'm like, <sighs> "We don't got mint." I was like old fashioned. I don't have bitters. I don't have simple syrup. I'm sorry.
1: I feel like as you get older, your drinks get like simpler.
2: Yeah, like you should be LA? having bougie drinks at a bougie restaurant. Well, not- well, that
1: too, not at a dive bar. Yeah, I, that's for sure. When if I go to a dive bar, I know I'm not gonna order like a like a really. I don't know, expensive like cocktail. Or- yeah, like a really expensive cocktail that I would probably get at like a real cocktail bar. Exactly. like or a bougie one, I guess you could say. Yeah. If that's what you want to call it.
2: I, always, I know. I was like, I always go with that word of like fantasy. I know. <laughs> that's, that's
1: what I think of too when I think of fancy. I'm like, oh, it's bougie. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I think it's only because like I didn't come from that lifestyle. Story of my life. So yeah, I'm just like, oh, so it's bougie to me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've yeah.
2: like, I think barely the first time I ever did like a like a five course meal was like a year and a half ago. And, Honestly, I've I mean, never done. I mean, those. I I've seen them. I didn't pay for it, I but they done. were like, "Do you want to do this?" And I was kind of like, "Sure."
1: <laughs> the, so the one thing I always think about like this five course meals was I feel like everything's really small. Mm-hmm. Is that? The, I don't, so that kind of pisses me off. So I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna be hungry after this. Cause like, yeah, it's right. Really tiny.
2: The, so the thing was, from what <clears throat> um from what I've experienced, because I I didn't do mine at like a fancy spot. Mine was at hmm. like a Sevilla. Okay. So like, it's a, it's, I mean, it's a really good food though. Mm. But it wasn't. I can only imagine, like, if you go to LA and do one, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the, it was more reasonable, like, m- uh, money wise. Yeah. And so you got like three entrees. I mean, three entrees, three appetizers that mm. were all like finger food.
3: Mm.
2: And then the entree is the one that's like at least decent size. I'd say like medium because it's obviously splitting between two people.
3: Yeah.
2: And then you get the dessert. So that I felt was good like Mm. that was an experience and I wasn't left hungry because I thought the same thing I was kind of like yeah "Mm, I don't know how I feel about this
1: I feel like when you get more expensive food it gets smaller the cheaper you go it gets bigger I don't Mm, know exactly it feels like weird that it does even though
2: I mean you're gonna have like bubble guts maybe after but at least it'll be good
1: yeah at least you'll be
2: full like I remember when I was so hyped to go to Hell's Kitchen in Vegas Mm. and then when I went I was like this Wellington is trash
1: yeah Actually, isn't that supposed to be like his most famous dish? I think the Wellington. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's funny.
2: It was just not, or not even that, but I'm like, you get the Wellington and you have like a little, like half a spoon of mashed potatoes. And I'm, that's when I was still left hungry. I'm like, Mm. what the? I'm like, you gave me a plate of three scallops. That's $20. Like, that's nothing. That's a teaser. Mm -hmm. And then the Wellington and I'm like. I'm still hungry. So then, after that, I'm still going out to eat. After I'm like because it's like you said, like the more expensive it is, it's just like I'm gonna leave you hungry.
1: Hmm. So before we move on to like the last question, I yes. do I do want to backtrack just a little bit. Yes. Um, so obviously, you know your your story is gonna be different than other people, right? You know, kids, all this other stuff. But like for someone who wants to go into like nursing school, LVN, like what would what would be like the best mm, like positive advice you'd give them or like even the hardest advice you'd give them that like, oh, this is going to be maybe harder than you think or like this part of the program is going to be something to focus on? You I
2: know? I just feel like the thing is, is I feel like everyone is jumping into this career because of stability,
3: because mm. of stability
2: and financially. Okay. So, I am, it sucks because you're gonna have to like invest in money and then you're gonna, you know. I've seen it, especially with my cohorts, that like people go in halfway and then they're just gone. You know, mm-hmm. they drop out, it's not for them, or they just can't do it, or whatever. Um, it's definitely very draining. Um, I'd say that's a whole nother thing of like how you were talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Definitely do things for yourself in order to know, like, What you're going to do throughout your journey Mm. is going to pay off in the end. Like I felt like for me, um, like I dealt with the beginning when I started my nursing school, Mm -hmm. I was having my clinical rotations on the weekends. I was sacrificing my sleep to go to school, but also sacrificing my sleep because I had to work to make money. Yeah. Like Friday nights I'd work from 6 PM till three in the morning. I was up Saturday morning at hmm. 5.30 in the morning to be at clinicals at seven.
1: Like, so you probably got like an hour of sleep if Like that. two hours. Like I yeah. literally
2: said like I took naps between Friday mm. and Sunday. Like I was completely off of, lived off of Red Bulls and <laughs> Starbucks. Mm. Um, but it's just in the end, that's why people were like, how did you do it? And I was still doing it when I was pregnant. Mm. And they were like, how are you doing that? And I'm just like. It's just a mindset. Like, you know, like, it's a small sacrifice, but it's going to be so much more beneficial for what's going to come in the future. Mm. Like, so, if I wish I could have done it younger, you know, I have a, um, a lot of friends of mine <clears throat> in my cohort that are, like, barely 21 to 22, early 20s, and I'm like, mm. kudos to you, man. Like, I wish I knew what I wanted to be at that age. You
1: know, I know I didn't. So. Yeah,
2: I
3: for sure
1: didn't.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Everyone's on their different paths, but when it comes to that, I just feel like not to let go of like the reason, I guess you know the reason of doing it, or like Mm. or or themselves in a sense. I feel like people get so just lost into it because it's such a it's such a big workload. It's not gonna be easy. Mm. I mean, for sure. Like I'll definitely be honest. Like my my original exit exam, which not a lot of people know this, but um my original exit exam for my program was september 2nd okay that was also my 30th birthday
3: Mm.
2: i did not sleep the night before um knowing that it's my birthday was completely just out the window Mm. i was like i need to go in and take care of this i cried in the morning um it was the most anxiety i ever felt in my entire life i thought like my heart was gonna jump out of my chest Trying to just stay calm and be like, okay, you got this, you got mm-hmm. this. Because being at that program, you have only two times to pass it. Mm. If not, you're not considered a graduate. So, so you would you have limitations. You'd have limitations to your license. Mm. So you can still be a nurse. Mm. You would take the, You can take the state boards, <clears throat> but you can't be a nurse in anywhere but in California. Wow. And you can't do any bridge program. So imagine if you want to go be an RN, you have to start from zero.
1: From zero again.
2: And okay. so, I went in for my first try, and I failed by 0.2%. Wow.
1: And yeah. what's the percentile to pass? Like...
2: There, for their exit program, they make it 71.3, and okay. it's hard as heck. It's Just like to even get there, huh? 180 <clears> questions. <throat> yeah, and now with what they have in the nursing world, they have this mm-hmm. thing called, like, next-gen questions, where it's a bunch of case studies instead of, like you have to read, like you have a patient coming in that's this age with these vitals that has a history of this, Mm. this is the symptoms they're having. What do you think they have? And you're like, it's like a bow tie. So it's like two parameters that you're going to have to monitor what you think their disease is and like two other like, um, I'm trying to think like actions you'll do for them, Mm. you know? So it's like a bunch of that, that got introduced just barely this year. It got, it got added on. Okay. Um, and so yeah, so I was had so much anxiety. It was hard to try to be hopeful. <clears throat> My instructor took me and he was just like, All right, Ivana, pass was seventy one point three and then I was like sitting there and he was just like, I am so sorry to tell you this and like That's tough to hear. As soon like he said that and then I already was yeah. like and I already felt myself crying. And then mm. as soon as he was like, You got a seventy one point one and I was like <gasps> And I was like, "You're fucking lying." I walked out bawling. Luckily, no one was finished at the time that I did. Yeah. Um, my fiance was outside waiting for me, and I just like lost it. I like he hugged. He got out of the car. He hugged me, and I was like, "Let's go." I don't want anyone to see me. Like even though I knew like people were gonna know, I just didn't want yeah. anyone to see me in that moment. And like all of my friends in that in my group passed, so it was super shitty. Hmm. Um, there was a our cohort had. 39 students and mm-hmm. six didn't pass wow. so but i had a break for two weeks then i had a cram session at mm. we had to go back to school like it was mandatory like we had to like clock in hours um for the last two weeks of september and my mm. retake was september 30th and then
1: i passed that wow. morning yeah Man, you passed by. by yes by more way way colors. more yes yeah? <laughs> awesome. definitely like that, I, that puts some nice uh I don't know, justice on it or something. It does. Cause Passing if it, it by I, even more. I literally like, was like, yeah.
2: I was like, if I, like, I like, I was getting all these doubts in my head. Like, what if, I was like, what if I, what if I got lucky this time and I fail and get even less? Like, just it, Now you're hard. thinking like farther ahead. I get, yes. I get you. Yes. Like, yeah. and that's what the biggest thing he was like, mm-hmm. don't, like he told us six, he's like, don't doubt yourself. Yeah. Stay focused. And I crammed it like I was doing flashcards. My fiance was helping me quiz, like quiz me. And same thing though, that morning, like I dropped off my kids with my mother-in-law. He, my fiance took me to have breakfast. We were, my test time was 9 a.m. So we were up since like six. So we like went to go eat. We took like a 45 minute breakfast at Denny's. And I was just sitting there like across from him. And I like, was just like, I was feeling the anxiety again, but I was like, okay, I need to get this out now. Like, and then as soon as he's saying bye to me, because he went to go work and he works in Ontario and we mm. were, we had breakfast in Corona. So I was on my way to Anaheim. Mm. That's where my school is.
3: Okay.
2: Um, and so again, he was saying good luck and was like hugging me. And again, I was already just crying and mm. I was like, ah, I was like, oh my God. And he was like, you got this. Just take care of business. That's mm-hmm. it. And then I was like, I had that 30 minute drive. I was like pumping myself up. Mm-hmm. and trying I get not to overthink to, yes yeah and <clears throat> I just get to school and I waited and I was answering those questions and I felt so much more confident I was just like I'm not gonna cause that was my thing too I felt like I was re- re- reading one question I thought I would know the answer and then I would be like well let me double check and mm-hmm. then read it again and I'd be like well this can be the answer oh well this can yeah. too and then like self-sabotage myself mm-hmm. so yeah so when I passed ugh was the biggest biggest relief and yeah so i'm like i still i think about it right like now and i'm like awesome. oh, super emotional because yeah. i'm like i've been going at this for two years mm. if i spent 40 grand and not pass like
1: uh oh. yeah i get you that's awesome i mean yeah. um it sucks that it has to like go that way but you know it's just, and it sucks too because yeah. of
2: course like i was posting that morning like mm-hmm. the second of my birthday and me taking my exam mm-hmm. and so everyone was like, "Oh, good luck. You yeah. got this." Da, 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 da. And then like I remember posting right after and I just put like exit check mark instead of saying like because I was like
3: yeah.
1: people
2: are going to ask me like I, what am what the hell am I going to say to like 20 You
1: kind of feel like in a way you let them down. Yes, yeah. even
2: though it shouldn't matter, but yeah. I don't need to explain to everyone that mm-hmm. that happened. So like the only people that knew were you know, my mom, um, people. close people, people. Yeah. yeah, my fiance, and, like, even it sucked, like, having, like, to tell my dad that I didn't pass, because my dad's mm. super strict, and I always felt like I've been, like, trying to impress him my entire mm. life, so, but, like, and I hated it, because he was just like, oh, well, maybe next time you'll get 100, and I'm like, it's not that simple, dad
3: shut up like (laughs)
2: don't tell me oh you need to get a hundred like what the (laughs) I was like I'm not gonna try to punch you through a text message right now (laughs) I'm like thanks so when I told him I passed and then of course instead of like oh congrats I'm so happy for you he was just like good job maybe now maybe next you'll go for RN and I'm like
3: Mm, like love you too uh, dad like the next goal like yeah yeah.
2: (laughs) but I'm happy now I have that I have those letters at the end of my last name finally so it's a stepping stone. Not sure yet about the RN, but yeah, I'm happy to be starting now to finally like Yeah,
1: you, you got one stone built, so f- figure out what you're going to do with it first and then exactly. if you want to move on then move on.
3: Yep. Yeah. You know? For sure.
1: I think that's what happens to a lot of us, we we try to think like years and years out, you know, and it's like ah, like maybe it's nice it to have tomorrow. that I- it's nice to have that idea, I guess, maybe, yes. but oof. But it's always hard because if you have that idea, and then you don't end up, like, reaching it. Now you're, like, super disappointed. Exactly. You know, it's like, ah, so. It's, exactly. hard, it's hard to not think that far ahead, but, you know, it's yeah. it's good not to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was probably going to very, that's probably going to contradict our last question of this episode. <laughs> but I always ask it because I always like hearing people's, like, perspectives and kind of how maybe they split the question uh, into two parts. But, um, you know, for yourself, like, what would success like look like for you or like what does it mean to you, you know?
2: Success to me I feel is, I mean, at first I would think that it's being in a way of being comfortable, mm-hmm. but then again, like I've reached where I thought being comfortable is what I want and then I'm like, you you should never really feel comfortable. Mm. Like being success I feel comes in waves. Okay, Like how you said, like you don't wanna look too far and thinking like, I'm only successful if I reach this, Mm -hmm. because then when all the obstacles happen, you're kind of like left, I feel maybe in between. Mm. And so if you create like the little simple things, like I feel like it kind of makes the experience or like the like life go by a bit better, I guess. Mm. I'm trying to think of like the best words as far as that one
1: kind of like meeting like small goals along the way kind of is that what you kind of mean
2: yeah because i mean imagine you know like if i would have thought being (laughs) successful was like i need to be an rn then right now then i i wouldn't be as proud Mm -hmm. as i am you wouldn't enjoy the
1: moment you're in yeah Yeah. i'd be
2: like oh well it's whatever like instead of like this was two years of like blood sweat and tears you know like I should be proud of this moment I'm I was successful in this and now this is one thing that I can honestly like put on my back that like Mm. I did for myself not just myself but my kids and you know what I see for a future I'm trying to build Mm. so and I mean I'm only 30 and like you said like this is the prime time yeah I'm excited too at first I thought was like "Eh," now I'm like the 20 to 30s was so it's just experimental. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like this is my life. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see where I am.
1: Mm-hmm. So I didn't think I would feel that way either when I hit 30, but then I, when I did, I was like, "Oh, this is Yeah. Fun. Yeah, I feel better now than I did at twenty. So it's like exactly, okay. and maybe that's the hangovers just the w- aren't
2: the same though. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I would uh, I would say they're worse exactly. Or it, and it also doesn't take uh as much exactly. That's why which I which just... I guess is good on the wallet, but oof, but it true feels, feels weird
2: exactly I and that's why I also because now I feel I always tell myself I'm such a grandma now that's <laughs> why I prefer to just drink during the day because I'm in bed by the time my kids go to bed and I wake up and I'm like
3: yeah
2: who drank yesterday
3: <laughs> Agreed.
2: but um no I'm, I'm stoked though for especially like success I feel like it's not even just for myself but having the success to show like my family especially my kids and being their role model and mm-hmm. most importantly my mom and like everything that she sacrificed didn't go unnoticed You know, like, I feel like that's one of the biggest things, too, is, like, being successful for her because she wasn't able to reach that. You know, she's been in the serving industry for pretty much her entire life and not able to really, like, go higher because of, um, you know, legal, like, stability here in the country. Yeah. But uh, I'm happy to be, like, doing it for her. I get you. That's why I said, like, I want to get a home to give her a place to be, like, this is yours. Mm -hmm. Like, you know you don't have to worry about renewing a lease and figuring out if you're going to stay here or mm-hmm. this or finding a roommate and like you this is going to be your home.
1: So, that's really sweet. That's yeah. that's nice. Um okay, well, yeah, is there anything you'd like to say before we end this? No, Doesn't I matter think. what it is, You can be anything, honestly.
2: No, but. I think it's good. I was happy to be on here, though.
1: I'm um, excited that you joined. Uh, so Especially so after meeting
2: online, that's what was funny. I think we were right. so consistent <coughs> because we were the way that we are is just like let's get this done. Because yeah. then once we branched off to another project that we didn't have each other, mm-hmm. we were still communicating. Like, damn it, I wish we had each other.
1: No, I, I the the partner that I had like after you for the other projects, ah, uh, is is just terrible. Yeah, it's like terrible. the commu- I'm just like it took come forever. On, guys forever. Yeah. and like <laughs> I had to start everything, and like ah yeah. Same it, thing with me. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. The I don't understand why college professors like doing group projects when
2: it's on an online I class. That under- makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they do it or why they like it. Maybe it's just less work for them, less to grade. I guess, but Maybe. I hate I hate group. But projects. it's like,
2: but it's like, what if you're like these people are taking online <clears> because <throat> they have social problems, and you're now forcing them to have to do this <laughs> to be in a group.
1: That's yeah. rude yeah i know so yeah agreed agreed <laughs> i it's, hope to come uh, back again oh yeah we'll future once, I always,
2: I, once i'm in the next step being working then
1: oh now at that point you'll have uh points you have get. more stories yeah maybe more uh interesting story stories Who knows? right seriously Who knows? <laughs> um well thank you for joining me today um thank you i appreciate you being on and uh guys thank you for tuning in to today's episode Uh, You can follow her on Instagram. You'll see the tags. Follow the podcast on Instagram as well. And we will see you next episode. Bye.
0: Bye, guys. You've been listening to Your Adventure Podcast with Dustin Emery. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this podcast. And we hope that you've been truly inspired and motivated. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at Your Adventure Podcast. Until next time, this is Your Adventure Podcast signing off.